This time on Growing Up Punk, we review Broadcasting Live by Slick Shoes. So, this is the first official review on Growing Up Punk. I say the first official review because if you go back on our YouTube page, uh, you'll find a review from earlier this year where I talked about me by myself. My name is David, by the way. Uh, Aaron usually hanging out with me, but this review is a solo job. And I say, uh, yeah, go back on our YouTube page and you will find uh, a review that I did for the Appleseed cast, their latest album. And uh, it was something I wanted to try at the time. And you know what? I haven't really done it since. So here we are. I felt that uh, it was time to get back at it because a band that is, I'll say, I guess, important to me in, in, in the whole idea of what we do on this show, the whole idea of growing up punk. Uh, of course, if this is your first time listening to Growing Up Punk, I should say, this is a podcast where we talk about punk rock and all of its friends. Uh, no one here, I don't think, is really saying and trying to define what punk is and all that kind of stuff. It was just a catchy title. So before you're all like, hey, why aren't you talking about this band or blah, 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 or whatever, that's, that's the story. We, we just like talking about music that finds its roots in punk rock. And Slick Shoes is a band that for me, uh, growing up, we, we, we've got an episode on the show. If you go back and listen, it's one of the Lost Tapes. Uh, we did an entire episode on Slick Shoes where we talked about their entire discography. And I think that's what's so exciting about this album is that, yeah, it's not, it's not new material. It's a live album, but it's the return of Slick Shoes. Uh, of course, you know, shortly before this album came out, it was announced, actually it was announced alongside the announcement of the, this upcoming album, uh, that Slick Shoes back on Tooth & Nail Records. Uh, and uh, they've got a, a full length or, or a, a new studio album coming out sometime in the not-too-distant future. So this album, in a lot of ways, marks the return of Slick Shoes. They were gone for a while, and they got back together. If, if memory serves me, uh, this live album was actually recorded a couple of years ago, maybe? I'm not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure I remember hearing about it a little while ago. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's got to be a little bit weird, too. I was thinking about this. You know, if, in fact, this album is from, you know, recorded a couple years ago, like I believe it is... Uh, and I'm sure a quick Google would would answer that for me. It's got to be weird as the band to like go back and listen to this because I want to assume that they were in a time where they weren't a hundred percent sure, you know, what what the future held as far as you know, like new material kind of coming out. Obviously, they were recording a live album. They knew they wanted to do something with this, but like it sat in the can for a while, not like on the toilet, but you know what I mean. <laughs> And, uh, you know, finally they get back on Tooth & Nail Records a couple years later. That's where the release happens and the announcement of a new album and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of crazy, uh, I, I'm assuming, to go back and look at when they recorded this, where they were at. But let's talk about the record, because here's the thing. I'm not typically a fan of live albums, although this year has been a good one for live albums, because uh, Face to Face, Live in a Dive came out, and I... I was actually blown away by that record, just the amount of energy uh, they were able to capture on that. So maybe maybe that helped me in a little bit. Uh, it helped me a little bit in a way of, of getting ready for this one because I don't. I, I'm the kind of person who tends to enjoy studio albums more. You know, there's there's more control over you know what the band's trying to get across. Obviously, playing live, it's it's going to be all about a song selection and b you know kind of capturing that energy. And if it comes across, some live albums don't. You know, like 
whether it's just the mix is off or the energy just for whatever reason isn't captured um, or the song selection's weird. Like the Live in a Dive by Face to Face is kind of great because I, I feel like they took into account that they had a live record that came out in, I think, 1997, 1998. And so on this record, Live in a Dive... Um, that you know the, the song selection was more based on what wasn't on that record and what's happened sort of since. Uh, so with Slick Shoes, this being their first live record uh, that I'm aware of, unless there's one floating around out there that's hiding somewhere, um, the song selection is pretty much on point, 110%. Like you go through there, and, and if you're thinking, oh, there's, there's a Slick Shoes song that I want to hear. It's going to probably be on there. There are a few, at least one for sure, that I was like a little bit bummed maybe that it wasn't on there, that being Clenched Fist, Black Eyes. Um, it's not on there. But, I mean, it's a it's got 21 songs on this album. I, I did question a little bit the closing track. When you kind of get to the end of it, it makes a little bit more sense um, why they chose Hope Against Hope as, you know, kind of a, as a closer, even though, you know, I... Going into it, I you, you would expect something along the lines of maybe East on Tracks being their closer if you want to talk about like big songs from Slick Shoes. And, and I feel like a lot of times that's, you know, maybe kind of what you want to do. But there is, they have a big finish to Hope Against Hope, which obviously plays out well uh, when it's live. I could just imagine being there and kind of being like, okay, this is our last song, they say, and, you know, expecting to hear something that that you absolutely love that's that's my only one thing and maybe it's just me i'm just not overly familiar or overly a huge fan of of that song so that that definitely plays into it a little bit but i mean the hits are all there you know taught when 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 talking about slick shoes um opening up with feeble and let's actually let's talk about that for a moment because i believe if i recall uh i want to say feeble was the kind of original, the, the first song to be released when this album was announced. Uh, so when you did your pre-ads and all that kind of stuff on your streaming services, uh, it was the one that was there. And there's something weird going on with that song. And I can't figure out if it's purely just a tempo change, like they've slowed the song down, or if something else is going on. Because the weird thing is like that's the opposite of typically what you do when you play something live, right? Like, you, you know, your, your adrenaline gets going, the energy's there. So typically you end up playing songs faster than, you know, the studio versions and maybe, uh, than they were originally written or whatever. And, and sometimes that's just to like, cause you're capturing the energy in the room or what have you, but feeble for sure. Sounds like either they've slowed it down altogether or Ryan on vocals is doing something a little bit different. Um, because it, it feels it feels off, and and when I when I heard that song initially, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if this if this live album is going to be good. It sounds, I'm thrown off by this. There's something off, but I, but I am excited to say that this album smashes. It is actually from top to bottom another great live record that came out this year, and uh, from one of my favorite bands growing up. So um, I think that's that's exciting. That's awesome. Uh, really the only couple two like nitpicky critiques I have for the record are the way that feeble sounds and then also, you know, just the closer. But even then, like, as you listen to a live record, you know, obviously when you go to a show, you know, you're living in that, in that moment, that's what you're experiencing, right? Like you're at the show, the band's playing, you're kind of taking it one song at a time, unless you're like, you know, one of those people who goes on to like uh, setlist.fm or whatever, and you want to see, are they going to play my favorite songs? Should I, you know, and you look ahead as the tour is going on, you see the songs that they're playing, um, you know, kind of knowing where things, 
Otherwise, you're at the show and you're just kind of letting it happen, right? You're just kind of taking it in song by song. And then as they get to the last one, you're hoping for something big that you finish on that you love. It's you know most you know maybe their their well most well known song and maybe not every band does this, but um, with with this particular record, it's interesting that they go in and they finish up with this song. And but the, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that when you do that with a live record, you can go back and you can listen to that over and over again, and then it structures more a little bit maybe like a record. You know, like it's a little bit like a best of in a sense, because obviously they're they're playing tracks, everyone's favorite tracks from all your favorite Slick Shoes albums. And then in the end, you know, you got this closer that just it has a more final feel to it rather than just trying to capture the energy of the room. So that's kind of cool in a sense. It just caught me off guard a little bit off the top, I think. But, you know, as far as sound on this album is concerned, it's a live album. Obviously, it's not going to sound the exact same as a studio album, but it does sound good. I mean, I don't know if there were overdubs done, you know, afterwards or, or what have you, um, but everyone seems to be on point. There, there's some spots here or there where it feels like there's a little bit of, um, they're not 100% tight, but at the same point, I don't know where they were at as a band, like as far as uh, coming out of quote-unquote I was going to say retirement. That's obviously not a thing. Um, but, you know, a, a hiatus or what have you, like coming out of that and how long they've been back together, I can't remember at this point. And, you know, to kind of play those songs again and really get them down again. So, you know, there, there's a spot here or there on the album where it gets a little a little bit sloppy maybe. The mix is pretty good. I love they've hard panned the guitars so you can kind of clearly hear the different guitar parts. Uh, that's awesome. I also feel like they added some guitar parts and maybe it was just more that instead of adding them, maybe they're originally in the studio versions and just playing it live. They, they pulled it out a little bit more, just some different guitar parts at different places. Uh, there are some vocal, um, melody changes, slight variations, nothing huge. Like you're not going to go into this record, listening to it for the first time. And, uh, you know, not be able to sing along with all your favorite Slick Shoes songs. They, you know, Ryan's not changing things up that much, but there there are definitely some changes uh, that happen over the course of the record from the studio versions, but that's another reason why you get live albums or why you go see a band live, right? You want to hear those changes. You don't want to hear, at least I don't want to hear, an exact replica of what they pulled off in the studio. Maybe quality-wise, like it's never any fun going and seeing a band live that you love and it turns out they're just terrible, um, or they have an off night or what have you. I can, that, that just reminds me going back to uh, warp tour. I want to say it was 2004 maybe or 2003. I can't remember. Anyway, I super desperately wanted to see Coheed and Cambria at the time. And when they came out on stage, Claudio, the lead singer was smashed out of his mind, had just been drinking all day. And so he was just, terrible forgetting the lyrics messing up all the guitar parts and you know that's a bummer right like there was a bit of humor in it going <laughs> like this is this is an absolute train wreck but that's a bummer when it's like you know a band that you want to go see and they they come out and they're just not playing up to par or whatever so with the slick shoes live album they're up to par like it, it you know there's nothing on there that goes oh this shouldn't have been on here um like i said there's there's the odd little mix up here or there or whatever but it's a good time um, the, the one thing that I, I think I kind of, another thing I kind of miss on the album maybe is that there was a little bit more, you know, banter on stage or what have you. But at the same point, for the most part, they've constructed a live album that you can listen to and you're not going to get tired of going like, Oh, I got to, you know, I'm going to hear this joke again, or I'm going to hear this line again. There's a little bit of interaction with the crowd or whatever, but for the most part, it's just like, once they start 
from there on, they're just playing. There's a bit of a break here or there, but for the most part, it's just straight up punk rock in your face. Uh, it's fast. Uh, so it's, it's awesome. So I guess to kind of wrap things up, it's a quick little episode, but it's just a review, right? Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk by myself for an hour. That would be exhausting. Uh, but to wrap it up, yeah, I think it's, it's, I am pleasantly, I don't want to say pleasantly surprised because Slick Shoes is one of my favorite bands growing up. I know I've always loved them. Um, but uh, in the end, you know, working off of Feeble as like kind of that, that initial released song, I was kind of a little skeptical. So I am happy to say that, no, it's, it's a sick live album. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, or if you are listening and trying to put your thoughts together and that's why you're listening to this, hope, hopefully maybe I, I helped you out. I don't know, but it does get me excited to see what's to come you know, next, uh, for the guys in slick shoes. So other than that, we're going to wrap it up. I will say this, make sure you go, uh, follow us on social media. You can find the podcast on Twitter at growing punk pod. We are on Instagram at growing up punk. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at David growing up and Aaron, who's not on this episode. Cause I'm just rambling by myself. If you want to go follow him on Twitter uh, or sorry, not on Twitter on Instagram as well. It's uh, Aaron grew up punk, uh, but that'll do it. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate, you review that stuff. Tell your friends. Otherwise, adios, friends.